1: I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew.
0: And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any.
1: And today we're talking about tangerines, I think, or mandarins, maybe Mandarin oranges, I, or-
0: I'm hopeful that by the end of today's episode, I will understand more what we're talking about.
1: And I think that's unlikely. <laughs> oh- Okay, because I did the research for this episode and I understand nothing.
0: Okay, well, even though you're like Mr. Mr. Botany,
1: oh no, Mr. Botany is a, is a regular guest that we have on the show.
0: Is he not coming on today? Oh no, he is. Oh, okay, okay. Well, maybe but he I just, can help us.
1: I just like when uh, when they come when when the authorities come for Mr. Botany, I want I wanted to be clear that Mr. Botany and I are, <laughs> are totally different, different people. people.
0: Okay, okay. This episode was suggested by me.
1: Yes, yeah, uh, and and what a suggestion it was. What a
0: suggestion it was. You know what? It just occurred to me I need to wash my hands. Okay. And we need some sort of like a little knife to okay. be able to kind of get into the skin of these because if there's one thing that I don't like, which I'd be happy to talk more about, I really don't like doing that like initial poking of your thumbnail oh, yeah. into the top of the, the...
1: Oh, I don't mind doing Mandarin. that at all.
0: Oh, gross. Okay. okay. Well, then then we don't need a knife. Oh, y- y- I'll, you.
1: I'll be your knife.
0: Be my knife. Wow, <laughs> hot. I'm going to wash my hands.
1: Okay. While you're washing your hands, I'm going to start us off down memory lane. So my memory lane is I, I remember... I don't remember when it started exactly, but that uh, my mom Judy Amster would get excited every every winter about satsumas in particular, and uh, satsumas would start appearing in our home, and uh, they were very easy to peel, and uh, we kids would always be like grabbing little oranges and and snarfing them for snack for for couple of months until until they went away for the season.
0: That's so interesting. I think I was not aware of like little clementines and things like that that now are so ubiquitous. Uh, starting like around the holidays. I don't think I was aware of them till like maybe I was in college.
1: Yeah, and then so then like uh, I kind of forgot about them. I, I mean, maybe we bought them occasionally when we moved to Seattle, but then when we moved to New York while well, uh, Watson was in grad school, which still feels very recent, but was uh, 98, 99. Yeah. <laughs> that's when we learned that on the East Coast, uh, clementines uh, were more of the, the winter citrus thing mm-hmm. and we would get uh, boxes of clementines at Fairway mm-hmm. and eat those. And I think of clement, as being like having thinner skin that's a yes. little harder to peel, but otherwise being very similar.
0: Yeah, I like that you made that distinction there, like maybe a East Coast, West Coast thing. I think that my introduction to these like small... Citrus fruits was Clementines and not Satsumas, sure. now that I think about it. This is a thrilling line of conversation. I'm so but glad I mean, I we've think covered I'd it. I I'd
1: heard the term mandarin orange before even either of those other things.
0: Well, because it was like, do you remember the little like canned little of segments course, of mandarin yeah. orange? And that was always like a big deal. Like when that showed a huge up. Deal. It was a huge deal when those showed up. <laughs> no, you know, somebody would make their fancy ass salad with their slivered almonds and their canned mandarin mandarin orange sec- section I think this is
1: more of a thing that would happen in Oklahoma than a thing that would happen in Portland but oh. but probably I am sure it was happening in Portland also Okay.
0: Well anyway, yeah, I think that mandarin orange was a term that like connoted cool orange. Yeah. Or denoted. Connoted, it, denoted.
1: Gosh. Um so I think I think connoted.
0: Okay, great. <laughs> Let's so, can, let's canoodle. Okay. <laughs> no, but anyway, I can think of beverages and things like that that would like brag mandarin about. Mandarin orange slice. Yes, that would brag about having like mandarin yes. orange, Oh, right? mandarin
1: orange slice was so good. I, I can't believe they discontinued it. And yet if they brought it back temporarily, which I'm sure they will, I'd drink it and be like, okay, this is orange soda. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. But the fact that I
1: can't get it means it's the best.
0: That's right. So, uh, yeah, but I do think that, you know. We are living in a a (laughs) produce renaissance. Oh, yeah. I mean, we are living in a... I mean, we're riding that flaming dumpster... Right. That we've been writing for many episodes, and now. it
1: just crashed into a huge pile of fruit. We're
0: living in a good time for produce, I yeah. would say.
1: We should we should get uh, who's that fruit guy? David Carp. Oh, that guy. What do you, what do you think yeah, his perspective is? Oh, yeah, he's the real Mister Botany. He
0: is the real Mister Botany. For instance, this morning I stopped by my local PCC, which is Puget Consumer Co-op. Co-op. I wait, do they just drop the sound?
1: Did they drop the sound? <laughs> what the hell <laughs> what does
0: that mean? No, I mean, like. Huge like sound consumers oh, co op. Y- uh,
1: yes, yes, they dropped the sound. Okay.
0: Huge <laughs> <laughs> consumers <laughs> co op.
1: Nobody ever said like spells out what the acronym is. It's just PCC. It's
0: just PCC. And like when I first moved to Seattle, PCC was like the equivalent of your like super crunchy like oh, local yeah. health food store. And then Whole Foods came along and kind of like pummeled PCC. But PCC has made a resurgence in yep. the last. I don't know how long. And I'm really glad because if there's one thing that I can always count on PCC for, it is having a huge array of whatever fruit is in season right now.
1: Yeah, there is an impressive trail of oranges on the table here. I don't know how many different varieties I'm looking at, but I'm sure Molly is going to clue me in.
0: Hold on. I just also want to say and like I have to make sure that everybody who lives in Seattle knows this, that the Ballard PCC has a truly exceptional fruit department compared to other PCCs.
1: Okay. I I also contributed, I went to Safeway and I contributed one big ugly orange.
0: Which is the same kind that I have in a smaller form Wait, but was yours uh what, uh, what was yours nugget. a gold nugget? Okay, yeah, that's got to be the gold nugget. Here's my nugget gold nugget.
1: nugget. Yeah, so we got like little big nugget and little nugget here. Yeah.
0: yeah. Ah, big nugget. No, so, wait, big
1: nugget. I'm a ah, big nugget.
0: we should go ahead <laughs> and discuss these things and then figure out how we're going to taste them.
1: Okay. So, let's uh let's hear from Mr. Etymology first because you, you okay. suggested this episode as tangerines and I quickly learned that tangerine is not a very well-defined thing. Okay. Uh, so Mr. Etymology says that tangerine as an adjective originally meant from tangier, which mm. makes sense, and people began using the adjective to refer to the fruit in the mid-1800s. And according to uh, to a history of the citrus industry written by H. Harold Hume and published in 1913, I'm sure you've read it, a mm. uh, Citrus grower named Major Atway grew tangerines in Palatka, Florida and said they were a tangerine variety meaning uh, that like the seeds or stock was imported from Morocco. Isn't it cool when someone is named Major? <laughs>
0: Like first name Major, yeah. You know, um, the, there was a cobbler in Ballard for a while who had a dog named Major. Yeah, that's the only person I've ever known named Major. I mean,
1: there was a there was a like a pig named Major in Animal Farm, I think.
0: I never read Animal Farm. Isn't that weird?
1: Yeah, I I read it in high school. I think
0: I only did nineteen eighty four. They're both George Orwell, right? both
1: Orwell. Yeah, yeah. okay. And uh, so botanically, there is no consensus about whether tangerines are a separate thing from mandarin oranges. So some fruit scientists put tangerines in the species uh, citrus tangerina and others. And I think I think it's more like people are leaning more toward like they're just a type of mandarin orange, which is citrus reticulata or possibly a non bitter bitter orange. But we'll get into that.
0: Oh my god!
1: And so, as hold we'll see, on. Wait,
0: why are mandarins called mandarins?
1: Because they were like associated with China. Okay. Um, like at a time when like something being from China was was considered like luxurious. Mandarin. Yeah. Okay. And hold but on. What does
0: the adjective mandarin mean?
1: Oh, I don't know. Do you?
0: Uh, no. But but uh, let's find out. Because okay. Because it does show up occasionally, and I'm always like, what does this mean?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, is, are we supposed to say it or not?
0: Oh, huh. Yeah, I'm only seeing it as a noun, looking for the adjective version. Well, it's, you know, it's, uh,
1: it's, it's a noun that's used as an adjective. I used to know what that was called, but I don't
0: remember. Okay, whatever. Go on. Okay. Uh
1: great. So I'm glad we settled that. I'm
0: really glad um, that we so have that. So we
1: are going to talk about tangerines and mandarins interchangeably as small oranges. Um the first smash hit tangerine variety in the US was the Dancy or Donsey. I'm going to say Dancy tangerine, D A N C Y, which was marketed starting in 1867 as the Kid Glove Orange or the Zipper Skin Mandarin.
0: Oh, wow. Pretty the cool, Zipper right? Skin Mandarin. Yeah.
1: The Dancy was like, like, you know, the, the cool, the cool orange on the block for like a hundred years until, uh, declined in popularity in the seventies because new hardier, hardier varieties came on the scene that uh, shipped better and were less susceptible to fungus. Uh,
0: That's pretty, that's an incredible run for the Dancy, the Dancy Tangerine. Yeah. I, I can't think of many things that get to have, uh, like a run of popularity that's, a hundred years long.
1: Yeah, like Levi's five hundred one jeans. Maybe
0: okay. That's Fa- the only. Uh, fair thing. enough.
1: Oh, the only. But that's the old. No, that, that's that. Like proves your point. Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Uh, 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 chocolate. Chocolate. Uh, baseball. <laughs>
0: Baseball, yes. Okay, here we go. Okay.
1: Most tangerines in the U.S. uh, today come from Florida, and the top varieties grown these days are Mercot and Clementine. Mm, We have a Mercot here. Oh, good. And uh, Mercot and Clementine are technically Tangor's. (laughs) Or Tang Jors, which are a cross between a mandarin orange and a sweet orange. But, like, these are, like, things that are already heavily hybridized. So, like, you know, like, horticulturalists will just cross anything. And, like, at some point you're like, this is not really, like, a separate species. It's just, like, a bunch of stuff mushed together.
0: Hold on. I'm fascinated by this mention of the murkot because, like, when I went to buy these— This morning, they were specifically labeled, you know, by their type. Do you think that when Mercots, which, as you said, are a top variety grown in Florida, when they show up in most grocery stores, are they just labeled tangerines?
1: I think they're often labeled Clementine. Um, oh, cause okay. or like some, so one thing I, I found, uh, is that like, uh, the Cuties brand, which is very popular, like will switch between Clementines and Mercots depending on like, which is more available as the season goes on. So if you buy a box of Cuties, they may be technically Clementines or Mercots.
0: Oh, that's interesting to me. I mean, a little bit.
1: Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> very mildly interesting. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: uh, okay. so now if we throw in, um, uh, Mandarin oranges, I like Theoretically, I've been talking about tangerines up until this point, but again, there's no real distinction. Uh, So... uh Mandarin's are called Mikan in Japanese and are strongly associated with New Year's and winter in general. Mm. So around around New Year's, you start seeing a common decoration in Japan called Kagami Mochi, which is like mirror mochi, and it's two stacked mochi cakes with a Mikan on top. Uh, and these days, the Mikan is often plastic, but sometimes real. Okay. And Have, one, you,
0: have you ever eaten Kagami Mochi?
1: You don't. It's it's uh, purely Oh, decorative. it's a
0: decoration. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I understand um, now.
1: I mean, like, it would be, like, if you showed up so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so
0: as it, it took
1: a bite of it, you, you would like you would give them the greatest story of their lives. OK, so I'm going to do you that. should do it. Yeah. One source I found, but just one, it didn't seem very plausible, said that the custom of giving mandarins as a Christmas gift in North America comes from the Japanese tradition that in the 1880s, uh, Japanese immigrants in the U.S. began receiving Mekon ship from Japan and everyone liked them. So that's possible, I guess. There's no real evidence for it. So the mandarin is citrus reticulata, uh, and it is the parent of the big sweet orange.
0: Interesting. So, so, what's the big sweet orange? What, who's the other parent?
1: Uh, the other parent is a pomelo.
0: Really? Yes. Okay. So
1: you cross you cross a uh, a mandarin with a pomelo, and you get a big sweet orange.
0: So, when you say big sweet orange, do you mean like Valencia or yeah. navel, yeah. like one of those? Yes. That's so interesting. You know, in the U.S., I think of you know when we were kids, and you couldn't get produce as as yummy as you can now, or as varied as you can now. I feel like the big three produce items were like big sweet oranges, mm-hmm. red delicious apples, yep. and bananas. Yeah. In other parts of the world, maybe you don't know the answer to this, but are <laughs> big sweet oranges um, as as prevalent as they have been in the U.S. at Ooh, least historically? That's a good
1: question. I don't know. I'm going to say yes in Valencia. Uh, other than that, I, I don't care to comment.
0: What about in naval?
1: It, in the Navy, yeah.
2: yeah
0: okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. You're welcome, everyone who now has that song stuck in your head. <laughs> okay, let's, um,
0: all right. Oh my God, wait a minute. You you just wrote, you haven't read John McPhee's Oranges? No,
1: no, I should have reread it. Oh. Of course I've read it, but years ago. Okay. Uh, when, when did that essay come out? Like well, 1982 or something? It was a
0: long time ago because I think that he was like, it began as an article in the New Yorker right. uh, way before the 80s, maybe even the late 60s.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, I'm looking it up because now I got to know.
0: Everybody, if you haven't read John McPhee's Oranges, it's a thin little book, uh, nonfiction. Uh, by the brilliant nonfiction writer John McPhee. And it is about the Florida orange industry. And it is so fantastic. I, I feel like it blew my mind open in terms of what like nonfiction could do
1: okay it was published in in book form in 67 so yeah
0: wow okay wow classic
1: (laughs) anyway he goes john mcphee as john mcphee does goes into a lot of detail about oranges so uh the so i said like the big sweet orange is a mandarin pomelo cross the thing is these guys here are also mandarin pomelo crosses because wild mandarins are very sour
0: oh and pomelos are not
1: um I guess not I mean pomelo's I think of as not having much flavor at all but apparently when you cross them with a sourish orange you get a sweet orange
0: okay okay
1: I don't know how this stuff works oh wait we we never even invited Mr. Botany on
0: oh wait oh, wait a minute where is he is he here
1: uh yes hold on is it is... hello <laughs>
0: Mr. Botany, is that you? Yes. Oh, come on in. Uh,
1: has, has anyone ever noticed that uh, no one ever sees me and Mr. Etymology in the room at the same time?
0: I love your voice, Mr. Botany. <laughs>
1: uh, thank you. Okay,
0: what are you going to tell me?
1: I uh, I think Matthew already went through over all the Botany stuff, okay. <laughs> so I will see myself out.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, uh,
1: b- before I go, uh, Matthew's a pretty cool guy, right? <laughs>
0: he really is thanks for visiting mr botany
1: well bye now um
0: (laughs) we need to have like a door closing sound abby can you insert one
1: (laughs) i'm sure you can yeah, so when I was a kid, the Satsumas was, was synonymous with, like, the good mandarin oranges. Okay, that's cool. Um, and uh, lately, newer brands of varieties, like, like uh, it seemed like everyone was talking about Sumo for oranges for a while, like, a few years ago, and <sighs> mm-hmm. they're still around. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, Molly, what do you look for in, in a little orange?
0: Uh, okay, well, so I, like, I cannot stand seeds. I cannot handle seeds. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I know what you mean.
0: Like it will ruin everything for me.
1: <laughs> I feel like the like the tolerability of seeds in in your in your uh, like fleshy fruit, like a watermelon or or an orange. It's related to whether you're in a place where you could spit the seeds, right? Because if no, you're... no,
0: I don't want the seeds at all. Okay, like it it, it ruins it, it. It's like. It completely counters my ability to enjoy the fleshy part of the fruit.
1: Okay, see, I feel like if I'm somewhere where I can just like like spit the seeds on the ground, then I have no problem with them. It's like trying to figure out what to do with them in a civilized setting. That's the
0: problem. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. I, I should just avoid civilized settings. They don't really suit me.
0: No, they don't. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm seed negative.
1: Okay, yep, yep.
0: Seed negative. Um, I will also say that... You know, I don't mind if they're a little bit hard to peel, like the thin-skinned ones. That doesn't really. I really, bug I really me.
1: like it when I like, you know. What do we call Zipper, zipper skin.
0: Zipper, zipper skin. Yeah, Mandarin. I like a zipper
1: skin man. Like it, it's very satisfying to just kind of like be able to like claw all the skin off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, not at the expense of good flavor.
0: How do you feel about? Well, so for instance, my child really does not love it when I put these in their lunch.
1: But you keep doing it Well,
0: no, I I only do it if I have time to peel it for them ahead of time. And I will like peel it and put the naked little tangerine in there. Mm -hmm. But even then, when June's lunchbox comes back, it is full of like little threads of pith that they have pulled off. They will not eat the little tiny threads of pith. And I don't care. I've eaten so much, so much. Orange stuff.
1: I am very pith negative. Like, I, like, even, even like, after I peel the pith off, like, still, like, I'll chew it, and then, like, somehow there's still, like, a a ball of pith in my mouth.
2: Wow. But it
1: depends. It seems to depend on the variety. So we'll see. We'll see which ones of these are pithier and less pithy. Let's let's start tasting. I'm hungry.
3: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So...
0: So this one is a pixie tangerine. Okay. And I think of a pixie. You got to you gotta crack into it. I, oh, okay. right, I, I right, won't right. do it. I hate it. So I think of pixie tans- tangerines as I, I associate them with California. I don't know why. So we didn't look up anything about these varieties. But anyway, yeah. I think I first learned of pixie tangerines from reading like Shea Penny's cookbooks or something where Alice Waters was getting all excited about about pixie tangerines and dates. Sounds maybe? like her. It does sound like her <laughs> anyway uh, so okay what do we think of this
1: I think it's pretty good like mm. it doesn't it doesn't okay. like knock me over with flavor it's, but it's but it's good flavor
0: it's a good blend I would say of sweetness and acidity what do you think of the the blend
1: yeah I think it's a good blend like the the flavor is kind of fleeting I would say
0: mm. okay
1: um, and not, there's a lot not too there's pithy. a lot
0: to chew mm-hmm. I would say there's actually a lot to chew here mm. this is a little pithy I mean
1: do you store these in the fridge?
0: Um, I do store them in the Me fridge. Too. Yeah, always. Okay, Matthew. For our next one, so so we'll we'll comment globally as we, as, <laughs>
1: but 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 taste locally.
0: <laughs> this is a stem and leaf satsuma, oh. and like you know, these are the, here. Take it. These oh. are the ones that are like marketed as being stem and leaf. So y- you can always tell them uh, from the other ones because they've got a whole bunch of dried up leaves piled in in with them. Okay. This one looks like it's waxed. It looks pretty polished yeah, and it's like, like shelf shoot, ready.
1: Suspiciously perfect.
0: But let's take a look at it. Let's see what it does. Okay, wait. So this is our Pixie. Let's keep this separate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So how, How? okay, here's the, I don't know what variety this is. Oh, this is um, juicier. Mm-hmm. Has a more floral flavor.
1: This is better than the Pixie.
0: I agree. Mm, okay, that's nice.
1: The picture, I could tell, like, it was a little too firm as I was peeling it. Yeah. You I, want it, you want it to be like, you want there to be like a frisson of danger, like, you're gonna stick your thumb into it and like juice will come squirting out.
0: Well, I think you're gonna find that to be the case here with the mercot. Here's our mercot. Okay. Okay, moving this. I down. feel
1: like I, I've never felt more useful as a person <laughs> than being like the only person who's willing to to stick his thumb through the mandarin. Skin. Yeah, no, I
0: hate that. I won't do it. Okay, this, so this is the murcott. Uh, which honestly looks a tremendous amount like the thing labeled stem and leaf.
1: Mm. This
0: looks a little dry.
1: It's a little dry. This, this is not doing much for me. Not oh, much no. flavor.
0: No, very not little good, flavor.
1: Not very juicy.
0: Okay. All right. We'll move in this one. Uh, let's get rid of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Matthew. Let's do. So this is called a. Te- I assume
1: I assume you've got like a whole cheese plate strategy laid out here Hold that I, that I'm not privy to.
0: No, because I, I I was kind of in a hurry at at PCC mm-hmm. and I just was like, let's get one of each, and I didn't really read what the descriptors were.
1: <laughs> I'm imagining you like like uh, hitting up the the citrus display at PCC like a bear, just like. Ugh.
0: Okay, this one is called... Good a, bear noises. This one's a tango. Mm. Tango Mandarin, tango tangerine. As we've established, it doesn't matter.
1: Right, but it might be a tangor.
0: It could be a tangor. <laughs> anyway, um, this one I'd not seen before. Okay. Uh, surely it's a cross between... Oh, wait a minute. Didn't you find out that the TDE is a cross between a tango and a loop bloop and a blop blop? I think
1: I Googled it when you mentioned it. I, I just kept joking that it was that it was the Top Dog Entertainment orange, and that I forgot everything else about it. hmm Oh, pretty good.
0: Mm, pretty good. But I got to say, so far, the rando like stem and leaf is my favorite.
1: Yeah, rando brando. But this is, this is pretty good. This, what? Is, this is solid. I forgot what this one was again. Tango. Tango.
0: How are you feeling about the amount of pith? We got a lot of pith here. Mm,
1: but it, it's like coming off pretty easily.
0: I don't even take it off. I just eat it. I don't know. Okay, Matthew, we've got three types left here. We've got gold nugget.
1: I can't believe you won't stick your thumb through the pith, but you'll put it in your mouth.
0: I'll put the pith in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, we all have our we uh, all yeah. we all have our, our limits. Okay. Matthew, we have a gold nugget. Okay. We have a miniola tangelo. Mm, I've heard of that. And we have TDEs.
1: Okay. So what what is special about the TDS? I know you mentioned them before.
0: Uh, just uh, this is the first year I've seen them on the market, and I have uh, heard on the Instagram many people talking about them, being like, "Oh wow, have you tried this new tangerine?"
1: And it's they're called the TDS because they're cross between uh, uh, Tango, uh, Dango, and
0: Yango. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you looked it up. Let's find out.
1: Okay. Yeah, you can look it up this time. Oh God, I'm busy sticking my thumb into things.
0: Okay. T-D-E-Mandarin. Whoa. New hybrid variety.
1: Yeah, it's good. Oh,
0: between Temple, Dancy, and Encore.
1: Oh, Dancy. So, so Dancy's like making a, a play to come back in the form of T-D-E.
0: Okay, so this is super juicy. hmm Okay. Oh, God. I mean.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. That's pretty great. Yeah. T-D-E.
0: It's like packets of, of juice, but not... In a way that makes it impossible to eat mm-hmm. like out of hand.
1: Okay, I got to say I'm on, I'm on board the TDE train oh, based, wow. based on this specimen. Oh,
0: wow, that's pretty cool. We got another one here.
1: Okay, is this this is the Miniola.
0: Yeah, do you think we should go Gold Nugget and then go to the Miniola Tangelo? Okay.
1: Whoa, this Gold Nugget, hang on. This is This is the hardest one to peel by far to the extent that I may fail.
0: You know what, Matthew? So have you had those sumo things?
1: No, I didn't get any because I figured you were going to bring them.
0: Well, I don't like them that much.
1: Okay, I, I, trust I don't think you then. they're
0: that great. Okay, I. Mm.
1: It seems like like the most important thing if you're if you want to like market a new tangerine mandarin variety is to come up with a name.
0: Yeah, TDE I, is. I mean, a I guess brilliant. that is like
1: all, what marketing is. But yes.
0: I mean, sumos are cute, but I have found them to be almost like too juicy and and too sweet and lacking in some acidity. Mm. And I also found them to be a bit dried out sometimes.
1: This gold nugget is really good. Like I didn't I didn't think the juice could be worth the peel, because it is a pain in the ass to peel.
0: (laughs) You are struggling mightily, Matthew. Matthew is having to use his like like weightlifting face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which I've never used for weightlifting. So it really, it's my peeling face that that if I ever decide to. Okay, lift wait, weights.
0: I'm really curious. So this is pretty tart.
2: Hmm.
1: I like that.
0: I do too. Would you Would you open the big one, and we mm-hmm. can see if it's just a fluke?
1: Yeah. So I I was at Safeway this morning. And I bought a big a big gold nugget. This has so much pith. It's like <laughs> this is it's like
0: oh god.
1: I don't. Oh. I kind of don't want to try this, but I will because because I <laughs> love our like, listeners.
0: It looks like it is like um been rolled in powdered sugar.
1: Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Ew, Matthew, this looks terrible. No, this looks awful. This is like looks really dry.
1: No, well, it's no, it's not very good. <laughs> the little one was good.
0: Hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Huh.
1: That's the only one that, that I would say has a weird flavor. <laughs> uh- Okay, we got one.
0: I'm starting to get tired of these. Yeah, me too. Okay, so, but we only a,
1: have one more. that here's we Here's a
0: mini to eat. miniola. All right. Okay.
1: My thumb is 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 kind of uh, stinging now. <laughs> is there is there uh, uh, if you go if you go to the uh, to the hand hand foot and throat doctor? <laughs> and <did> you, <laughs> do they ever diagnose people with peelers peelers thumb? Because <laughs> I've got it. I just wow, this is juicy.
2: Ah, 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 (laughs) ah, ah, Mm
0: -hmm. My next (laughs) next (laughs) 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 door neighbor is a podiatrist. I'll have to ask Mm -hmm. him if he sees hands and throats as well.
1: I mean, I'm sure he sees them, but does does, does he diagnose them? Okay.
0: That's a really different thing.
1: My feeling about the Mediola tangela, which I think is very good, is (laughing) it tastes like... Like Tropicana orange juice in a carton. Uh, it, I t- it has like a very, very like commercial orange juice flavor, which is not a bad thing. I would probably say it's my second favorite after the TDE.
0: Here, try the TDE again. It tastes well, I said, really-
1: Except I said I like the uh, the small nugget also. Mm. Mm. Which one was the small nugget? It was this one
0: L- Lil Nugget. Lil Nugget. Your hands look messed up. My hands up. Are,
1: are, are glistening.
0: <laughs> Hold on, what did you think of the gold nugget? So you just did the mini Tangiolo, followed by the TDE, followed by a gold nugget. So
1: actually, I think the gold nugget's my favorite. I want I want a like a really like good balance of of tart and sweet, mm-hmm. not just sweet,
0: mm-hmm. okay,
1: and not just tart, but a balance of both.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah. How about you? I think I want a balance of of like sweetness and tartness both. <laughs> oh God, I got a seed. It's ruining. It's ruining everything. I'm gonna swallow
1: it. Oh, no. Don't you know what happens if you swallow ah, it?
0: No, I got it out.
1: Your your tummy turns into Florida. <laughs> All right. So what have we learned? It's uh, it's time for uh, our uh, recurring <sighs> segment that we do every time. What have what we learned? We
0: learned? Oh, OK, well, I feel like a good Mandarin. I feel, I
1: feel like a good, a good man- person. <laughs> a
0: good Mandarin is better than no Mandarin.
1: OK, great.
0: Yep. Because they're all pretty good. You were about except- to say
1: a good mandarin is hard to find, yeah. and, and then you, <laughs> then I changed and you bailed my on it. Yeah. Okay.
0: No. Um, I think a good mandarin is better than no mandarin. I think the hard thing is finding a good mandarin. Now, maybe we should actually talk about strategies for not for like not bringing home dried out nasty ones.
1: Okay. Do you have a, such a strategy? Yeah. So here's okay. one
0: strategy. I look for um, heaviness always okay. in citrus fruits. Yeah. I want it to feel heavy for its size. And that for me is the number one indicator of juiciness. That makes sense. And then I do also like ones that have I tend to like ones that have thinner skin.
1: Yeah, I think I do too. I'm kind of mad at the at the gold nugget because I never want to peel one again, but it was also the tastiest one. And I'm, I know, I, like, you're not going to peel it for me. No, so.
0: I'm not. Well, you've done the weirdest peeling job on well, this but, but it's because it's hard. Oh, look. Wait I'm, a minute. I'm peeling the rest of it you're,
1: for you. I think you're just like, much stronger
0: than me. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> you didn't even have to resort to weightlifting face. <laughs> but how's your thumb?
0: Well, you know, women, when two women get together they have sex with their hands so maybe we have stronger hands <laughs>
1: wow that wasn't what i expected you to say at all but okay yeah just like anytime two women get
0: together, <laughs> ask Lori. <Laurie. laughs>
1: okay um all right so yeah uh, no i'm
0: fine on that orange i could take it or leave it
1: okay i yeah that was my favorite so w- was your favorite the tde
0: i think the tde or the like stem and leaf i'm curious yeah, that was about good too I'm curious about what the variety was.
1: Yeah, but I don't like I don't know how much the variety really matters after this experience. That it's that it's probably more about like is was it like, you know, picked at its peak and like handled well and like was it was it a just a good orange a good to start seed. with? Was it a good seed?
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. wow. My I hand I my hands like are so strong. Compared
1: to an average episode, we like we like slurped a lot more but learned a lot less. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because in an average episode we learn a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's because it's because I uh I forgot to invite Mr. Botany in until it was too late. <laughs>
0: That's right. Matthew, mm-hmm. do we have a beak of the week this week?
1: Oh, I think we have several segments.
0: Oh, nice. Get it? Nice. I get it. Are they seedless?
1: Uh No, they're 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 full of they're because birds love seeds.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah. So uh, remember, a couple weeks ago, we said we were retiring Beak of the Week. Yeah. um, Because we ran out of birds. (laughs) That's right. Um, Well, it's back for (laughs) uh, maybe maybe just once, but maybe more than once because uh, listener Susan contributed for the first time in Spilled Milk history. A user user. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I, I was at my other job mentally for a moment there. A uh, listener-contributed theme song for a segment, and let's hear it right now.
4: You've got sharp claws so you can perch up high. You've got those
3: wings because they help you fly. You're such an interesting bird.
0: It's Beak of the Week listener Susan you shouldn't have this makes me so happy like yeah. like um you know how I said that I like to choose mandarins that feel heavy for their size like this this song makes me feel so much heavier for my size okay you know, this song d- does for me so much more than you would think it would with <laughs> short like <laughs> okay yeah you know what I'm trying a, to say it's a
1: 10 second song that, that like brings uh, like
0: 100 seconds of joy
1: okay yeah exactly that's what I'm 100 trying to say seconds of joy <laughs> did you ever play 100 seconds of joy <laughs> when, when you were like in high school um, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: did you? Uh, I mean <laughs> not, oh, not on purpose
0: <laughs> 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 okay, okay. All right, so wait, well, who's our beak of the week this week? Oh, our beak of the week this week is
1: a beak that you introduced me oh, to, the yeah. Dark-Eyed Junko, yeah. Junko hyemalis. And this is a common small bird found on Molly's patio. <laughs> yeah. um, it's usually found hopping around at the base of trees. That's right. And like I'm realizing, like I'm just starting to understand that like there are a lot of bird, small birds of like sparrow size that I kind of lumped all into the same there box. There are
0: so many like small songbird Sparrow-looking finch-ish yes. things,
1: and uh, so there are 138 recognized species of New World sparrow, That's and the dark-eyed lot. junco is one of them. And it's it's notable because it has like a very well-defined black head.
0: That's right. Except it's, Matthew, did you know that that is specific to West Coast varieties? Oh,
1: I think I did know that because wife of the show Lori got me a, like a bird identification uh, pamphlet. I was looking at uh, some some various junkos. Cool. (laughs) We're
0: looking at some various junkos.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so I'm at the point in my in my bird journey where, like, I know uh, enough to to be not very smart.
0: Perfect. I feel like I'm at the point in my bird journey where I know just enough to seem like I'm smart, but I'm still not. Yeah,
1: no, you know a lot more than me. And yeah, so so uh, the dark-eyed junco is found throughout North America. So if you are found in North America, America, there's probably one near you right now.
0: There probably is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Matthew, do you have an now? But wow,
1: I do. And I think I might have mentioned De La Soul in my Now But Wow recently. I can't remember for sure. But if so, I'm picking them again, which is my right as a co host of this show. That's right. So, uh, after being unavailable on like digital platforms for many years, all of De La Soul's early albums are now available to stream everywhere. And that includes Three Feet High and Rising, their debut, uh De La Soul is Dead and Stakes Is High, which are all terrific albums. And I grew up listening to De La Soul. Like they were one of the first bands that like a friend and I sort of like discovered on our own without like an older person playing them for us and just thought was the coolest thing we've ever heard. We didn't know you could have like skits on an album. We didn't know you could have like short songs on an album. We didn't know that uh like you know that a hip hop album could be funny, you know, it just like blew our minds and like, uh, you know, have been uh, one of my favorite bands ever since. And now because they're on every platform, I get to like tell everybody to go and listen to them. Definitely start with Three Feet High and Rising. It is an absolute stone cold classic.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Matthew. My pleasure. Our producer is Abby Circatella.
1: Should we talk about your newsletter?
0: Yeah, my newsletter is back from my parental leave hiatus. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's called I've Got a Feeling. It's on Substack. You can find it at mollyweisenberg.substack.com.
1: And I have some, uh, well, okay. So I'm just going to say, like, fuck it. I am going to assume that my EP has got to be out by the time this uh, this episode airs. And I'm going to throw a song at the end of this ep- yes, episode. Yes, throw a song. So uh, my EP is, uh, it's, my band is called called Early to the Airport, and it consists of me and Matt Watson. We have a six-song EP called Departures that should be out now wherever you listen to music, and I'm going to throw my favorite song on that EP, which is called Royal Road at the end of this episode. Well, I'm going to ask Abby to do it.
0: You can rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And you can uh, hang out with
1: uh, other Spilled Milk listeners at everythingspilledmilk.reddit.com and uh, talk about what your favorite mandarin slash tangerine varieties are. Or tangor. Or tangor.
0: Yeah, I don't even remember what the tangor was. It was. But...
1: It stands for tang or not.
0: <laughs> oh, we're back to the like sweet and a little bit of acidity. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Tang.
1: Tang or no tang. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
0: you for listening to Spilled Milk.
1: Oh wait. Th- yeah. Wait, no, that, that was ju- fine. Okay. Okay. Right. Just it was just fine.
0: Yeah. I'm Molly.
1: And I'm Matthew Abster-Burton. Thank you.
4: Flame for you. This isn't a solution.